Hi, folks. Welcome to episode 107 of the Wealth on Any Income podcast. This is where we talk about money, tips, techniques, attitudes, information, and provide inspiration around your business and your money. I'm your host, Rennie Gabriel. In past episodes, we spoke about how to understand the numbers from your business, how to measure the level of pleasure based on where you spend your money, how to track your money in five to 10 seconds, what determines how close you are to complete financial choice, and how to run your business without being in your business. And last week, we had Danny Inney, the author of Effortless and one of the masters in the online space, who's a partner in several of the household brands like Coach's Console, Story Coach, and others. Today, we have as our guest, Penelope Jane Smith. Penelope is the premier financial freedom coach for women entrepreneurs and the go-to expert for some of the biggest names in the consciousness business industry. She's an acclaimed international speaker and certified trainer with over 20 years of teaching experience and the author of The Little Book of Prosperity. Through her signature programs like Financial Freedom 101, she's helped thousands of entrepreneurs from all over the world to create more ease, peace, and freedom around money. Penelope, welcome to the Wealth on Any Income podcast. Yay, thank you, Renny. Super excited to be here and chat about money with you. Yeah, I love talking about money. One of the things that's not in your bio that I really want to let you know that I respect is your willingness to be authentic and real and and be willing to talk about the warts, like how you lost, I think it was $6 million from your real estate business. Yeah. Well, let's talk about why you do what you do. Why are you working with women entrepreneurs? Sure, absolutely. So the thing about the financial planning industry is that there is an inherent gender bias, which this is the case in a lot of industries. Yes. And so in like, for example, seatbelts are safety tested on the average person, but the average person is the average man. And so more women die or injured by seatbelts than men, because there's that inherent gender bias. And the same thing is true in the financial planning industry. Most financial planners and advisors are men, usually over 50. And so the typical financial planning models don't take into account women's longer lifespans, the differences in our career paths, our our goals. And so what ends up happening is that statistically, women need, you know, we end up with less money at retirement, but it has to last us longer. So that's why I feel particularly passionate about supporting women. And then entrepreneurs specifically, because you know, when your income goes up and down, and you don't have like a steady paycheck every single month, like an employee, well, the financial planning and the investing gets more complicated. Like, how do you plan your cash flow with an irregular income? How do you strike a balance between investing in your business and outside of your business? And so that's why I'm so passionate about working with women entrepreneurs specifically, even though, you know, I happily work with people of all gender identities. That's why that's (laughs) the focus. Yeah. Thank you. And I try and lead by example in terms of the philanthropy and my programs are designed to raise philanthropists. I donate 100% of the profits from the work I do to charity because I can. You're doing something very special and unique in that area. Tell me about what you're doing in the philanthropy area. 
So my big philanthropy project slash legacy project is I'm creating a nonprofit called the Global Prosperity Endowment Fund. And I want to set it up the same way I support people with creating financial freedom. So one of the approaches we take is like the golden goose approach, like the goose that laid the golden eggs. So if you're creating your own golden goose, you want to be able to live off the golden eggs and not kill the goose, right? <laughs> so that's how I want to set up the fund so that the money that I put into the fund, or if anybody else chooses to donate, that's fine. For me, if I'm the only person that ever donates, that's okay. Like, again, this is, it's like the, the golden goose that I'm creating for the world so the world can continue to receive the golden eggs. So I am leaving it in goose form instead of just donating and then the money just gets spent. Um, the donations get invested and then the income from those investments goes to support the projects that the nonprofit um, is doing. And right now we're very focused on making microloans to women entrepreneurs in third world countries. And third world, that's a weird term. I should say, you know, Africa, Asia, South America are the countries that I'm mostly focused in, which are places that I've been and the dollar can go a really long way. So that's what we're doing specifically with that. And it's very exciting because it's something that can continue to live on long after I'm gone and continue to support my mission of elevating the prosperity of the planet. Yeah, thank you, Penelope. And it's so funny you used the example of the goose and the golden eggs because I often talk about how we have been uh, indoctrinated to believe it's better to be poor than to be wealthy. And I use the Jack and the Beanstalk example where he steals the goose and cuts it open to get at the eggs. So, yeah, I don't um, want to do that. Yeah. I'd mentioned losing your, your business early on. What would you say was your biggest failure, personal or business? But more importantly, what was your biggest insight from that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I had taken $10,000 of my own money and in four years turned that into over $6 million in real estate. And then I lost it all. I was forced to declare bankruptcy. I lost my beautiful home to foreclosure. It was very, very stressful and upsetting. And so that was my biggest failure. <laughs> and I mean, I continue to harvest lessons and insights from that experience. It's made me a much better mentor, teacher, investor, a much more compassionate human being. And I would say like really specifically, one of the biggest insights I got was the importance of managing cash flow. Because if I had known, if I had had a system to manage cash flow, even though my income was changing, and even though I didn't have enough money to pay for everything at the time, I, I, might have been able to keep my house. And I definitely would have been able to keep the lights on. You know, I had this point where the electricity got turned off. I couldn't afford to get it turned back on. Everything in the fridge went bad. I lived in fear that I was going to come home and find the locks changed and my pets trapped inside. I didn't have to go through that. Like I might not have had the money to pay everybody, but I definitely could have paid the electric bill if I had just had a clear plan. And so that's why I really, that's something that like at my Financial Freedom 101 event, we talk about like, if you don't have enough to cover everything, if you're ever in that situation, what do you do? You're always going to be in a much better place if you're working a plan than if you're just in reaction mode like I was at the time. Yeah, that, that is so perfect. And, and it's funny too, because I've lived through similar experiences and they're very hard, but they teach so much. Now, would you say there are typical feelings that your clients or prospects experience that you often encounter? Well, I work with a lot of women entrepreneurs, like I said, and often by the time they work with me, they're 
in their 50s and up, you know, sometimes even 70s, 80s. Um, I have people come younger, but it's kind of like when someone's in their teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, it's like retirement feels kind of far off and, you know, not that urgent. And then somehow around 50, people are like, oh, I should really pay attention to this. I mean, not not for everybody, but there, there seems to be like a curve there, if that makes sense. So around 50, um, my clients are starting to get concerned about if they'll have enough money for the future because they're starting to get a sense of like, wow, I might not want to work forever or I might not be able to work forever, even though most of the people I work with love what they do. And it's not like they want to stop working and go sit on a beach somewhere. Like they're passionate about the message they have to share with their world, but they're also like aware of the changes in their bodies and their energy levels, you know, like that. So I would say they feel some concern, maybe even worry about their financial future. And when it comes to managing investing money wisely, a lot of them feel confused or overwhelmed because I think partially because Wall Street makes it sound really confusing. They want us all to think that investing is super complicated. So we should just hand all our money over to a financial advisor. And I, I don't have anything against financial advisors, but a lot of times that's not the way to go. And I think even if you're working with a financial advisor, you want to have a basic understanding of your strategy because at the end of the day, you are the steward of your money, right? So independent financial education, even when you're getting support, is going to be critical. No, you're absolutely right. And it's funny too, when you talk about that magic age, because uh, you and I, I believe, have discussed this in various situations where we've spoken to each other, but you know, I was broke at age 50 after my second divorce and a business failure. And I look forward to say, I got 15 years to get my act together, or I'm really going to be in trouble. And yeah. that's, I think, for a lot of people, when it when they hit that age, it's not too late. I mean, eight years later, I didn't have to work for a living. But I, I was just hoping to, you know, eat tuna instead of cat food at 65. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this too. Is there a particular case study that kind of illustrates the, the things that we've been talking about? Well, my what I'm working with people on typically is like, how do we become financially free in five years or less? Because like I said, a lot of the people I work with are 50 and up and sometimes, you know, in their 60s, 70s, 80s. And so dollar cost averaging into the market for 40 years, like that is, you know, that's not necessarily work. the best fit yeah. for them, right? So this isn't about like get rich quick, but it's about being really smart with your money and then also being creative about what other passive income streams might you be able to create um, from scratch with your your time, energy, connections, resources, creativity, like that to fill in beyond the, the golden eggs that you're getting from your investments. That's kind of the approach I take with people. And some people just moving their assets around, like getting their goose, laying more golden eggs, that'll do it. And for some people, we need to fill in some other passive income streams. So for example, one of my clients, she had a career as a nurse, and then she was also an artist and wanted to really ramp up her coaching business on the side. And she had she had some assets, but she didn't like really understand her investment strategy or have one really. But she had put money aside into her retirement plan and stuff. And she wanted to be able to retire someday. She was hoping to do it in the next five years, but she didn't have a clear plan. And so we really looked at what she was doing, helped her get clear on a plan, 
helped her figure out an investment strategy that was going to work for her behavioral style and personality and actually get her money working harder for her. And then she saw, oh, I can actually become financially free right now. And so she put in her notice, left her nursing career, continued to do her art, and then got to ramp up her passion projects like adding a fashion line and doing more with her coaching business. You know, so that was an extra five years of freedom in that case. That, that, that's beautiful. I, I just, I'm chuckling at the idea that, well, I, I'm hoping to, to stop working in five years. And when she's working with you and finding out what she's really got and how she can deal with it, she can, she's financially free already. Yeah. That's a, that's a beautiful result. Now, I'm going to guess there are people who will want to get a hold of you and know more about the work that you're doing. Is there some valuable resource you can direct people to that could support them? Sure. I'd say a great place to start is the Financial Freedom Formula ebook, which you can get for free at financialfreedomgift.com, financialfreedomgift.com. And that's a short read. It's a quick ebook, but it's going to walk you through what it'll take for you personally to become financially free. So figuring out your magic number, your golden goose, talking about different types of passive income. If your golden goose isn't laying as many golden eggs as you need it to. And that's going to help you create your plan to become financially free. So you, I think that's, that's a great next step. I will put financialfreedomgift.com in the show notes so people can just click on it. And is there a question that I should have asked you that would give some additional value to the, our listeners? And obviously, if you're going to tell me the question, what would the answer be? Well, I mean, I would ask, how does somebody become financially free in five years or less? Right? And the answer to that is we take a two-prong approach, which I alluded to, like on the first hand, we want to take the golden goose approach and buy assets. So the first prong is buying assets. That's where you take some money and you put it into something like real estate stocks, crypto, commodities, bonds, you know, precious metals, whatever it is. You put money into something that's either going to grow in value or give you an income, you know, or a bit of both um, to get your money working hard for you. So that's buying assets, growing your golden goose, getting your golden goose, laying more golden eggs. And then if that's not enough to get you there, then the second prong is to, in addition to buying assets, create assets. And that's where you take your, your time, energy, creativity, social capital, and you turn that into new passive income streams with little or no money down. So that might be something like royalties from a book or intellectual property. Like one of my clients created a pet health supplement. And there's another company that's doing the marketing and the manufacturing of it. And she makes $70,000 a month passive income that, you know, that, for her intellectual property, basically, right? Yeah. For most people, that should be a comfortable living. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So there are, th there are things you can do to create new income streams is my point. And those are a couple examples. Yeah. And Penelope, one of the things I really admire is you don't have the typical buy stocks, bonds, or mutual funds as the approach, but it's so much more broadly based. And that, that's what I believe in. And that's, I think, why you and I continue to stay connected. I think that's important because a lot of people, they can only look at like one little section of the financial world. They're like, let me just look at your stocks or let me just look at your business or let me just look at your real estate. But the thing is, we are holistic beings, right? And we have a holistic investment picture. And so to be able to sit at the table with somebody that can look at your business and your life goals and your stocks and your you know, real estate and like look at it all with you and help you create an integrated holistic plan, I think that's really powerful. 
and unfortunately pretty rare. Um, yes, I know because uh, I've been in. The, I was in the financial planning world for I don't know, well over a quarter century, and yes, it is rare. And Penelope, I want to thank you for being on my show. Thanks for having me. This is like my favorite thing to do. So <laughs> I'm super happy to be here and happy to come back anytime you want me. Terrific. And to my listeners, thank you for tuning in. Next week, we'll have Linda Kane, who supports the who's who of transformational leaders in running their in-person and online events. You can listen to The Wealth on Any Income podcast on your favorite platform, and please rate, review, and subscribe. And if you'd like to know how books, movies, and society programs you to be poor and what the cure is, then log on to wealthonanyincome.com forward slash TEDx. You'll hear my TEDx talk and can request a free 27-page roadmap to complete financial choice and receive a weekly email with tips, techniques, or inspiration around your business or your money. And if you'd like to see how you can increase your wealth and donate to the causes that touch your heart, please check out our affordable program, Wealth with Purpose, also on the wealthonanyincome.com website. Until next week, be prosperous. Bye-bye for now.